Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We are in season seven, and we are carefully addressing some very serious issues. Today, we're going to discuss the What is Man episode. If you haven't heard the What the Flock episode, please give it a listen. The information in that episode is necessary to fully benefit from this Music of Life Church podcast companion episode. In this lesson, we're going to help you understand how to interact with a person who holds a belief differently than the one based in biblical doctrine. We're doing this in order to help you lead with love, both to those who have hurt others and those who have been hurt. I'm Jonathan Fries here with Joel Swakowski. Hey, Joel, what are your initial thoughts from the What the Flock episode? You know, I think I think we we talked a lot about, you know, thought process and what what it really means to be a man versus a boy and humanity, you know, male and female both being man in the Bible. But the thing that I'm really thinking about is, you know, once you get past all that, and and it might be hard to do that, a lot of what we shared is new and different information, but the thing I can't help but think about is where are the men? Mm. Like, where are the people who are meant to be men? Where are they? Why are so many people who are meant to be men, why are so many males acting like boys? I think that's where we see so many issues in the world today. It's less women acting like girls as it is men acting like boys. I mean, you look at a lot of the, like, throughout our culture, throughout the world, a lot of the world leaders tend to be males in -hmm. these really powerful positions. And it's just, you know, a, a fierce competition where nobody wins. Everybody's out to get their own, Mm -hmm. out to benefit themselves. And inevitably with that strategy, it always is at the expense of someone else where it's like, so I know for you and me, what we've seen in, uh, you know, developing and running these programs that help boys become men is when you really can help people help males intentionally learn what it means to be a man and act like a man it changes a lot of things in the in the communities that you're involved in a lot of things start falling into place which isn't to say that it's because men are the most important aspect of it it's because they're the ones that are causing the most damage bingo so those are my initial thoughts is really where are the men and what i say that is what i mean is where are the males who are focused on the causes regardless of the effects i don't think we see nearly as many of them as we should right people who do what's right regardless of the cost to themselves yeah it's super rare uh, honestly you know because we're in the music of life church podcast and we're just talking about it anyway my initial thoughts are your soul is genderless which is an absolutely revelatory point yep which has i have never heard anywhere else i haven't either Anybody else say your soul, who you are, your mind, your mind slash soul, your, not your body, but your intangible being that will exist 
in eternity that will have a you will we will all get a new body as believers but that soul is genderless Uh uh-oh i think people are gonna be mad about that (laughs) and then we don't stop there we go it has nothing to do with your sex organs right because you know what one of the very my very favorite thing that i was taught not my well, it's not my very favorite thing. It feels like it right now. One of the best things that I was taught about men and women and sex was your biggest sexual organ is actually your brain. Bingo. Oof. And there is nothing that you can do to make your make you have five thoughts or make you have one thought you know, that is not brain damage. Right, right. Right? Like if you have five thoughts, sure, you can have a, you can take a bunch of drugs and a bunch of substances so that you can't think, you know, or you can have maybe, you know, you have drugs that make you think a lot quicker, like a stimulant, you know, that tears you up. But every time you do something like that, it, it's damages just a, your brain. It just damages your brain. Exactly. Yeah. So regardless of what we do to, you know, what what men do or or what what males or what females do to their sexual organs, you know, besides their brains is that's not what we're measuring. No, it isn't. So we ask someone, where are you know, where are you? Do you have do you tend to have five thoughts? Do you tend to have one thought? And that determines how we treat someone in a healthy fashion. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah, here, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I hear you. Cause yeah, it's like, so we talk mind and soul is genderless. Let's talk about the physical aspects of what it means to be a male versus a female. And what we really are talking about isn't what people think we're going to talk about. We're talking about the brain, like really the only physical aspect we're talking about and the difference between a male and a female is the difference in how their brains work. Bingo. Cause that's really the cause of what gender they are. Exactly. And how, and, and it is, it's like, how are we going to interact with someone and love someone for their benefit? Because if they have five thoughts versus one thought, the way that we, ought to be interacting with them is completely different it sure is oh jonathan thanks for asking what my thoughts are and for sharing what your thoughts are about the what is man episode can you give an overview of the damage done with this episode's topic yes i can as i stated in the what the flock episode It is imperative that we strive to repeat back to the person what they believe to my satisfaction. No, Mm. to their satisfaction. This is where repair begins. This is how we make bad situations amazing. So amazing that we're even glad that the bad thing happened. Right. But the only way that that can occur is by first understanding the other person. Right. If agreement happens, if we agree, then it's going to happen after understanding takes place. So we're not in control of agreement. But we are in control of understanding. 
And that focus on understanding is what we're about. That is what season seven is truly, that's the heart truly of what this season is about. Yeah. So I get to give an overview of both sides. On the strict side, a man is a male of the human species, which is proven by his sex organs. So it is a focus on the physical. And then on the loose side, if you feel like you are a man, then you are a man on the loose side, which tends to be an emotional perspective. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. So I want to make sure I repeat back to you the damage. Make sure you feel heard. So I get, you know, first and foremost, the point here isn't so much what you believe. It's more about, have I heard what you believe? Do I understand what you believe? And as you summarize both sides of the issue, I'm going to take a stab at that. So Jonathan, what you're saying, the damage that was done with the what is man episode, that topic is on one side, you have a man is the male of the human species which that is measured by what his sex organs are. Mm -hmm. And the other side would say your feelings are what's most important. So regardless of anything else, if you feel like you're a man, then you are a man. Does that satisfy you or do you feel, do you feel understood? I do. Excellent. Something I'm something I'm thinking about right now, Joel, is you know, the 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 bullying side, which is the strict side, in they are focused on the physical. You have this body part, you are this. And no, you know, no matter if you change it, you are you're still that. That's where the way you started. So focus on the physical. The loose side is focused on feelings or what you would say, you know, is an emotional perspective. The dissolve approach that we have in this topic is a focus on the spiritual and on the mental. Oh, yeah. The spiritual perspective is that your soul is genderless. And the mental perspective is on five thoughts versus one thought. That's awesome. So that... That is like filling in the gap for dissolving this issue where our people, you know, are we focusing physically on something physical? That's the answer. No, it's not your body. Your body's going to burn. Yeah. Right. Or you're, you're, you know, you're, you're going to get a new body, which includes your brain. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And how you feel your emotions can change very quickly. We can learn to feel really good about things that are massively uncomfortable and confrontational. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Just that's an, it's an interesting thought. So thank you for understanding me. Yeah. Thanks for teaching me more out of it. Yeah, you, you, I think you understanding me helps, helped me actually think about this concept in a, in a different way still. So let me see, 
if I get that, I want to, I want to add, I want to add an extra, extra repeat back to you section here. Cause yeah, you cool. added some revelation. The bullying perspective is focused on the physical. You have these body parts that equals this thing. Mm-hmm. The enabling perspective is focused on the emotional, how you feel is, is the cause define yourself based on how you feel. And we see both those sides distract us from the ultimate answer. The ultimate answer covers the other two aspects of a human, which is the spiritual and the mental. The spiritual is covered by your mind soul, which is genderless. The mental is the thought process, which is, are you five thoughts versus one thought? So that's, yeah, that's incredible. Is that, does that satisfy you? Oh, totally. Totally. Thanks. Holy cow. That's, that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about dealing with real human beings. Yeah, let's do it. How would you handle a person who holds a man-made belief about this topic or any belief outside the ultimate answer? Well, let's take a careful look. It depends on what they believe about this topic. So what I'm going to do is present some common options with a recommended response based on what we learned in the What the Flock episode. Big reminder, these responses we supply are meant to be done in response and in love, which that is proven by understanding the person. So what we're doing when we present these five different beliefs about this topic and recommended responses, we're not trying to give people license to go and initiate arguments. We're trying to give you tools So you can civilly discuss these topics with people who believe differing things than you. So this all ought to be done, not from I'm trying to prove you wrong, but from a am trying to help you and trying to understand you. Love it. With that said, number one, let's just go right at the enabling slash loose side of the argument. If I feel like a man, I am a man. Now, I would right away find a way to connect with this person. You know what? I could say feeling like a man is important for a man. It is hugely important. But when we're talking about defining what it means to be a man, I could ask, do feelings define you? Mm. Or since they brought up the word man, simply ask, what is your definition for that term? Number two, well, here's the the bullying slash strict side. I have male sex organs. I am a man. This one, again, I could simply say, yes, you do have the traditional male sex organs. Now, are you defined by your physical attributes? Are you defined only by those typical male sex organs? I could ask, what about the way your brain works differently than a woman's? Mm. And again, anytime someone brings up sex organs or man or any term like that, simply ask, what's your definition for that term? Let's not assume just because the word man is so commonly used that we all mean the same thing when we use that word. That's Those are tough things to remember for me. I still give a lot of room for differing of beliefs in those very commonly used words. 
Mm. where I'm often forgetting like, oh, a word simple as man or woman or even God or love are words that we all use so often, but so often mean different things. And that's where massive disagreements come into play. Major conflicts that don't need to be conflicts when we just start with what's your definition. Nice. Now, number three, the Bible says man is created and sustained by God. Changing how you were born opposes God. So again, this is another strict side bullying technique. If I wanted to have a civil discussion with this person, I would start with what is God's definition for man? What is your definition for God? Is God focused on the physical more than he is the spiritual or intangible aspects of his creation? Number four, here's one that gets a little bit more personal. I'm going to give you three responses for this one as well. Nice. I'm worried about my grandson. He's transitioning to become a woman. He wants to be called a different name and for me to call him she or her. I don't know what to do. Well, number one, I could just simply ask, what are you worried about? This person says, I'm worried about my grandson for these reasons. What are you worried about or why are you worried? Number two, what's your goal when you interact with this person? Which this is gets like, are you focused on benefiting this person? Or are you focused on benefiting or standing up for what you believe? Nice. And number three. This one kind of cuts right through what those worries usually have to do, what those worry, worries usually are. And it's simply this. Your grandson is not going to go to hell for transitioning his, his male body parts. We are a mind. We are a soul. We are not our body parts. Right. You can even say, what's wrong with calling him a she, her? What's wrong with calling him by a different name than what he was given on his birth certificate? Again, going back to what's your goal when you interact with this person? Are you trying to win them or are you trying to win an argument? Nice. But really, a lot of this just starts with slowing the game down and asking the person, what are you worried about and what's your objective? Let's get back to ultimately we're trying to help this person get to a place where they are le leading the other person by grace and love. And then number five, this one kind of cuts through the worldly tradition definition of a man where someone could say, I'm a man because I'm really strong and masculine. Okay, what is strength? Hmm. Or what is masculinity? So again, we don't have to teach these people anything. A lot of times it's just asking them a question, getting to understand them more. Because again, remember, season seven is all about us civilly discussing these topics. It's not about us giving you the tools so you can teach people where they're wrong about these topics. <laughs> right. That's so that's great. how I deal with like five very common topics or, or beliefs or perspectives about the what is man topic. Awesome. Thank you, Joel. Can you remind us once more, what is the ultimate answer? Yes. Uh, and I thank you for summarizing it so well in the What the Flock episode. So I'm going to just try to do the best I can based on what you shared. Ultimately, 
kind of just, I kind of just said this part, we ought to be taking direction from God in order to love the other person we're interacting with. So we want to lead them. The best way to lead them is by taking direction from God in order to love them. Grace and love are the key to us avoiding enabling a person and the key to avoiding judging another person. And we do want to win a brother in building him up and hearing him and helping him feel connected and unified. And we want to win an unbeliever so that they can become a brother. Now, in the specific case of what is man, we know a man is defined as a male of the human species that focuses on the causes regardless of the effects. Boys are males of the human species that are focused on effects. We can see one of the ways to describe a man is to say he's masculine, which that means he has the ability to put the best interest of others ahead of his own, which takes a very tough person. Now, none of these attributes of a man require a certain set of sex organs. All of these attributes are based on a person's mind-soul working through a specific thought process. A female tends to be able to have up to five thoughts at the same time in a healthy manner. A male tends to only be able to have one thought at a time in a healthy manner. This is what truly distinguishes females from males, five thoughts versus one thought. And additionally, a simple, simple, simple way to describe a man and his purpose is to protect. Awesome. Well, allow me to repeat back the ultimate answer to you, Joel. And dear listener, feel free to pause the episode and repeat back Joel's answer for yourself before moving on. A man is a male of the human species that focuses on the causes regardless of the effects. That's what men do. Boys are focused on effects. They want, you know, it's the firefight, the firefighter analogy all over. You know, the the man runs into the burning building to because the building's on fire. He's gonna put out the fire. The boy wants an award. He wants to get the girl. He wants to get affirmation and recognition. This takes a tough person to be able to do that, to run into a burning building because it's on fire. And that's what we consider someone who's masculine. And it has nothing to do with a specific set of physical sexual organs. It's what makes a, a, a male a man is his mind and his soul, his mind slash soul working through a specific thought process. That thought process being one thought tending yeah. to only have one thought yeah which makes now if you have someone if you if a male who's been designed to have one thought and run into burning buildings and put the benefit of others ahead of himself and nourish and cherish those around him like adam did then what we have is we have set this picture of a man to be the protector. Nice. Yeah. It all leads to a man being the protector. And we can look at five thoughts versus one thought. 
Are we talking about a five thoughter or a one thoughter? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's great. So how about that, Joel? Is that to your satisfaction? Anything anything you'd like to add to that? No, that that summarized it perfectly, and I definitely feel heard. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who's listening. This has been the Music of Life Church podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know. We'll see you next time.